welcome to Big Boots Bets. It's a Get the Money podcast. I am Nate Stevenson. And as always, I'm joined by Mr. Big Boofy Skirman and our wonderful producer, Mr. Tony T-Bone Guarino. Boof, I know we don't have any football this week, which is sad in and of itself. But, no, I still wanted to have a little fun, do a little recap, and uh, do a little something for the people. A little Super Bowl preview, even. What do you say? Yeah, I like it, man. I think we can uh, offer some good nuggets here and have a little fun today. I like it. I like it. Tone, you don't even need to do that much today if you don't want to. Oh, yeah. More than happy to take the week off on the uh, front end. But, of course, I'll be busy here uh, behind the scenes in the back end. Making both of you sound smart is a full-time job. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, let's just uh, recap how smart we were last week with our picks. Yes, sir, Tone. We will do our best here. Um, the conference championship week saw us go three and two. The two losers, Cincy plus two and a half, and Cincy team total over 23 and a half. Um, I'll, ca- I'll count those as narrow misses. I mean, you know, Cincy lost by three, 23 to 20. Um Obviously, so that we didn't get we didn't get the twenty four points either. So a uh, little disappointing. I thought we'd get a little bit more there. I mean, I know you're on board. Felt pretty good about both those as well, Boof. So uh, you know, you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the Bengals have the ball with you know over two minutes to go. They just go down and kick a field goal. They they should have been able to you know run most of the clock out. Good chance they win, so we cash that part of it. And then if they happen to put together a touchdown drive on said drive, then we're going to cash on like the uh, team total over. Yeah, just close misses there. Just unfortunate. I do think I do think most of the time that game goes over forty three. I think that was one of the exceptions because you just had you had so many injuries on on both sides and. Um, Honestly, on the Kansas, I think the Kansas City side probably hurt the urgency of the Bengals even more because Kansas City was going so slow because they had so many receiver injuries. Like it, it wasn't a, in my opinion, it was not a typical um, KC Cincinnati game as we've talked about before. Like the previous three games all hit at least fifty one, and it were 27-24, and thirty four thirty one. So like, yeah, that was disappointing, but. Uh, our three winners, Philly minus two and a half, never in doubt. Once Purdy got hurt in the first, uh, first not yeah, first quarter, first drive of the game, which uh, sucked for San Fran, and um, so obviously San Fran couldn't score. So the Philly San Fran under forty six and a half, that also never in doubt really, and uh, Philly plus three and a half, and Cincy plus seven and a half are. Um, wizardry um magic uh teaser that we actually i'm sorry parlay that we put together there that cashed as well and put us in the positive for the week at three and two so um all in all solid week a winning week could have been a better week and that puts our record for the playoffs at let me see here we got nine wins and six yeah that's what we got we got one two we got nine wins and i'm seeing six losses so not too bad pretty good playoff record i mean not you know 14 one and one like last year but we're still winning in the playoffs 
And also for the regular season, we are at 117.96 and 11 with a success rate at 54.93%. That is literally um, seven hundredths of a percent under 55%, but still almost a uh, full percent over the Vegas standard of profitability, which is 54%. So um, not bad, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. So uh, yeah, with that, obviously Pro Bowl this week, and we are going to give you guys our uh, very in-depth flag football Pro Bowl breakdown. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I got got Peyton. (laughs) You got Peyton? (laughs) I don't know, man. I think you're going to go with Eli. He's the one that's actually – Actually, who's getting shafted with Huntley? Let me go with the other team. Let Let me do it that way. That's actually a very good, very good thought. It's probably Peyton. Okay, I would think Peyton would do the do the AFC, right? Well, I don't know. They might do like a, a fantasy draft. That might not even be AFC NFC. Oh yeah, no, that's a good call. Um, I if they're going NFC AFC, I would I would I would go with Eli because in theory does not have Huntley. So gonna forego the very in depth uh, Pro Bowl breakdown, which at least they got smart and got rid of the game, like. That's a step in the right direction. Please. I don't want to watch touch football, which they actually just made it flag football. But uh, So we're going to move on, uh, give you guys some of the early things we're looking at for the Super Bowl. Well, before we do that, man, let me ask you, uh, you know, a couple of your thoughts here on, on the championship games. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. I know uh, you mentioned that before, so please do. So – I can tell you myself, I'm definitely, you know, besides just losing my wager, I, I am a little bitter uh, about the late hit out of bounds call on Patrick Mahomes at the end of the game. I, I'm not going to debate and say it wasn't a penalty. I mean, it is a penalty. We see it called all the time. We see it called that way all the time. Uh, I just think in that situation on a play that ultimate or on a, on a penalty, as I use my hands in quotes here, uh, that ultimately did not affect the actual play. I think that is a unique situation where the official can just say, you know what, man, this is the type of call that's going to send a team to the Super Bowl. I'm not giving you that call. And if it still happens to go to overtime, then, you know, I, I can hook the Chiefs up with uh, a tacky pass interference or holding call and say playoff. That, that, that's, that's how I would have liked to have seen – you know, seeing it called and see how it go, see it go down like that. What uh, what were your thoughts? Yes. Yeah, so I and I know, I know you know how I think, which is I I hate the argument where referee where referees don't call the penalty because they quote unquote do not want to affect the game. Which you know, as you know, my argument is by not calling the penalties that you're supposed to call you are in fact affecting the game. Like you are letting the other team get away with stuff they should not be getting away with. So in a nutshell, that is my belief when it comes to end of game stuff. Now, the ex- there are exceptions to that for me. And to me, this is one of those situations where it falls in the, in the, in the uh, exception part of that for how I like to see things go. You're talking about a, a gray area call at a part of the field at a point in the game that literally is most likely going to decide the game. When it comes to something like that, that, in my opinion, is the rare time where you do not make that call. 
Like if it's, it literally could go either way. And you making that call is going to affect the outcome of the game. I think most of the time you, you don't make that call. And obviously it even depends on the call as well. And when we're talking about, like we're not talking about holding, we're not talking about pass interference. Um, you know, you can, you can go down the line, different types of fouls. This is one of those situations where they were, the dude is busting his ass to prevent Patrick Mahomes from getting as many yards as he can because every yard matters for them getting into field goal range. And at that point in time, it would have been a 61-yard field goal, which is the edge of Butker's range. So literally every yard matters. You have a dude who's busting his ass to get to him out of bounds and touches him right as he's going out of bounds. It could be argued that maybe even there was a foot that was still on its way coming up from his last step from being in bounds. And, of course, as like Patrick Mahomes should should have done, and as all quarterbacks should do, you want to try to draw the foul. He flops. They call the penalty. No way. I'm sorry. Is that no way you call that penalty there? That 15 yard penalty obviously turns a 61 yard field goal into a 46 yard field goal. Basically gives Casey the game because there's eight seconds left. So that is a rare exception for me. A very long winded explanation, but I just still it's. I know you were surprised when uh, when we talked about this earlier, but yeah, you don't make that call there. You can't. You can't. It's stupid. That's where people's, that's where the people, that is the type of stuff. Now I'm not as NFL conspiracy theorist. I'm not, but that's the type of stuff that gets the people that are in that camp saying, Oh, NFL's rigged. NFL's scripted. Oh, bro, if you, if you want to talk about stuff that are, <laughs> would support uh, those folks that are in that, in that camp, how about the third down do over? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, absolutely. Like, come on here. We're, we're talking about, like, so obviously they screwed up. Like, they allowed a play to go to completion, and everybody else was officiating it normally all the way through. And then afterwards they say, oh, we had, like, an eight-second discrepancy on the clock in the third quarter or whatever. What's more important here? Third down, which, by the way, Kansas City on the, on the do-over gets a, gets a defensive holding and does get the first down. Now, they happen to not score on that drive anyway, but they were hooked up basically with a first down on the do-over or uh, eight seconds, uh, an eight-second difference on the clock in the third quarter. Like, come on, man. Like, if you're going to pick which one we screwed up and what we're going to live with, let's live with the eight seconds. Let's not give a team a do-over on third down that they did not convert. Yeah, and that's the type of stuff as well, like where that time mattered at the end of the game because – like you said, they eventually punted, but they got to run more time off. And when since he gets the ball at the end of the game, they get it with eight seconds left. Maybe they get it back with a minute left or two minutes left. Well, it's not even that. It's also the field position. That's exactly. Of course. No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I, <laughs> I can't, I can't uh, get away from this without bringing up as well. Um, and again, I'm not in the NFL conspiracy department, but a. a a funny slash fun fact that what that I did see online was that the Arizona Cardinal Stadium is uh, called what, Booth? Uh, I don't know what it's called. It's a State Farm Stadium. And, uh, okay. Who does Patrick Mahomes uh, endorse? Yep. All right. All right. All right. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my G, it would be really nice to have the, that guy that's on a bunch of commercials all the time. 
playing in the stadium that also has their name on it and getting all that free publicity. You know, just saying, you know, just saying. You know, my, my dad was on this podcast right now and he'd be like, I told you, Nate, see, I told you, I told you. <laughs> now, listen, all, all that being said, uh, Cincinnati had the ball with a little over two minutes to go. Chiefs didn't even have all three timeouts. If you're that dude and you're that team, you put a drive together, you kill the clock, and you kick the field goal to win the game. They did not do that. The Chiefs stopped them, and they went down and got uh, got it done themselves. Patrick Mahomes was unbelievable. He was clearly held back uh, by his ankle from a mobility standpoint, and he still got it done to the tune of over 300 yards and getting the W. So kudos to him and the Chiefs. Uh, but, yeah, th- those, were, those were kind of my thoughts on that game. What did you think about San Francisco? I, I think, in a way, they they are getting like a, a pass just because of the Brock Purdy injury. But I, I got to be honest with you, man. Even if Purdy doesn't get injured, I, I think you get a very similar result. You would have just had uh, some more pass attempts by San Francisco because, and honestly, that's ultimately why we played the teaser the way we did, and we didn't, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the two leg parlay the way that we did. Because I felt the better side was to take Philly getting points, and even though, even though you're only getting them up to uh, you know over a field goal, versus a bunch of folks that wanted to take San Francisco over the critical you know seven points, and I just felt like that side was wrong all day. I I, I did. I, I felt like it was more likely that Philly was going to whoop them than it was that San Francisco was just going to win the game, and. I think you saw basically what was going to happen anyway, Sands, a few extra pass attempts by the 49ers. No, I agree. I think it might have been a little bit closer, but the you started to see, in my opinion, what was going to happen with how that Dallas game played out. You know, it, it, that game, more than any other game, he started to look like a, like a rookie quarterback. And not only a rookie quarterback, but a, a, a late round rookie quarterback not to see well, it's all that, but it's also like the quality of the defense that they're facing like, like their schedule was very favorable while he was in there absolutely if we're, just keep, if we're just keeping it real absolutely no for sure for sure it was and it's a lot easy to be conservative and and uh you know execute when you do want to take shots when you're playing teams with lower quality defenses which they certainly were but you know i i think it's a combination of a couple things like you were saying i mean they're playing a better quality defense, and then on top of that, you're 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 it, there's tape on you. Um, you're the the stakes of the game are much higher. Which and Shanahan, as much as I love him as an offensive mind and think he's a fantastic coach, he has a penchant to be a little more conservative in the playoffs. And then I would say this is a situation where rightly so, you know, you have one of the best defenses in the league. Would you rather? If you're going to lose, would you rather lose it because you're being too aggressive with your rookie quarterback and throwing interceptions or because you're trying to lean on your defense and, and score just enough to win? I, I think that's the right way to go. But I do think that um, had he been in there, they would have needed to be a little bit more aggressive with him than they were in the Dallas game. But I, I do agree. I, that's, I, I saw it the same way as you. I thought that. If Philly lost, it was be kind of going to be because San Francisco narrowly edged one out. But I think a lot of the other scenarios saw Philly winning 
by a touchdown or more and Brock Purdy getting hurt, you know, maybe robbed us of the game being competitive a little bit longer, but I do think eventually they still win by at least 10 points or more. You know what? Actually, you know what? Actually, Booth, one more thing um, before we move on. Don't, don't be surprised if there's a rule change because of that. And what I mean is, so last year, obviously, there was the rule change because of the overtime game with the Bills and the Chiefs. This year, or this offseason, do, do not be surprised if there's a, if there's a uh, rule change because obviously it's the playoffs. All eyes are on the league more than any other time where they give you an extra roster spot to carry a third quarterback in the playoffs. Do not be surprised if they do that. Truth because obviously in the regular season, it's week to week. You know, it's, it's one game, and if you choose to run, roll with two, fine, that's on you. And obviously it's your season isn't over lots of times if you lose that game. But here, not only is your team success or team fate at stake in the playoffs, but also the league has a much bigger stake in the quality of the game and you know viewership money all that as well so don't be surprised if they if they if they modify a rule and like give them an extra roster spot to have an emergency quarterback for the for the playoffs that's an interesting thought man definitely something worth following all right cool so uh we ready to move on to the big game yes let's uh let's give a few few uh things we like here for the professional football championship of american football Beautiful. All right. So I'm going to kick it off with this one here. In in the past, I have advised folks not to touch the opening coin toss. And the reason is they're charging you juice on it. Everything's a minus 110 on something that is obviously a 50-50 bet. Mathematically, it makes no sense. Well, here I am on DraftKings. They are offering plus 100 for tails or heads. So this year, if you actually want some action on the to- on the coin toss, I would say this is a year that you can actually do it. Uh, they also offer it, instead of picking heads or tails, you can pick which team will win. And that is also at plus 100. So make sure if you do it, do it on DraftKings or someone else that is offering plus 100 and do not lay any juice on that. I like it. I like it. That makes sense to me. Uh, I don't normally touch too much uh... – any, I should say, really uh, extravagant, um, off the rails types of props. I have gotten down in the coin toss before, just be like, let's get something rolling right away. Um, one of the ones I have touched before, I might, I might look into again, is the jersey number over under of the uh, first touchdown score of the game. I am curious to see where that is at. I know a lot of these props aren't out yet. But if you if you really think about it, there is a lot there is a lot of low numbered skill players in this game. Um, on the Chiefs, I know Juju's number nine, Kadarius Tony is number nineteen. Uh, I think Scanling is eleven. Obviously, Mahomes is fifteen. Um, Jeez, had brain fart there for a second. Mahomes is fifteen. Uh, Pacheco, what's Pacheco at? I can't remember what Pacheco's number is. I feel like he's uh, pretty low down there as well. He's in 20s? Yes? Pacheco's 10. 10. There we go. I, I, I was like, thought he was pretty low. Yeah, so yeah, Pacheco, he's 10. McKinnon is 1. I mean, that's just the Chiefs. Um, what's, what's great about that is Kelsey's 87. 
Yes. So the most likely guy is 87. So almost all of their other options are below 20. (laughs) Yes. So that, so I'm glad you brought that up because I was, that's one of the places I'm going to next. So what you want to do is, you know, Kelsey's probably going to get a touchdown in this game. I mean, it's rare in a playoff game. He does not score a touchdown. So if you're, if, if you're looking, if we're talking, like I said, Jersey number over under the first touchdown score of the game, Check out, compare what the odds are for over that number, which obviously Kelsey would be, and then just straight up what Kelsey's odds are to be the first touchdown score. Because that's one of those places I could see the book trying to get one over on you. And like you'll, you could get better odds, most likely, for just throwing a bunch of guys into that pot with the, with the Chiefs. And look, so we'll touch on the Eagles as well, because they have a lot, of, a lot of low number guys as well. But my guess is going to be if you really think it's going to be Kelsey, your odds are going to be much better just betting Kelsey straight up um, as opposed to taking the over on that bet. And then obviously the other side of that, you know, the Eagles, um, what you have, Hurts, number one, Gainwell's 14, Sanders is 26, A.J. Brown is 11, uh, Devonta Smith is six, Quez Watkins is in the teens, 14, I think. Or no, that's uh, Gainwell. Like Quez Watkins is like 16. But I think, again, I think the only – I think this it's the same deal with the Eagles too. I think the only guy that's high is Goddard. I think he's in the 80s, and I think that's it. I think the, all their other skilled guys are uh, – at least the main ones anyway are all uh, below. So I'd, I'd be the same deal there. So you'd pretty much be betting on Goddard or Kelsey to get the first touchdown score if you took over. And well, Sanders is in the 20s. Yeah, well, my guess is that they're they're going to have that cutoff be in the twenty somewhere, so they could have it like. It depends who's included. If if it's one of those deals where everyone's under that number except for Goddard and Kelsey, then that's where you really get to look at your odds to see what you're looking at. Cool, cool. But yeah, that's just the that's one of the ones I like to look at. You know, the the funky props, and we'll definitely get into a lot of this stuff in more detail next week. You know, that's that's just uh, one of them for me I've looked at in the past. Anything game-wise here? Because I know we don't want to go terribly long this week. That way, uh, you know, we don't make Tony do too much work. <laughs> but uh, how about how do you, any early thoughts on the game, props, players, people you like, anything like that, Booth? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be curious what the, uh, you know, the sack number is for Philly's defense. I do think they're going to get to Mahomes a few times here. I do still think he will be somewhat limited. Uh, mobility-wise, and I don't know. I I guess my initial thoughts are I like Philly to win the game, and I like the under are my initial thoughts. Yeah, I would would, uh, would agree with that. I mean, as much as I would love a shootout because I love points and everything, and um, that would definitely do a lot for the – the parlays that I'm that I'm liking. I tried, I will try to share one real quick before we leave. Uh, my way too early uh, Super Bowl same gamer, but um, I agree. Uh, last time the Chiefs played in the Super Bowl, granted it was with the banged up offensive line. They lost thirty one to nine. Mahomes was running for his life. Now you're going against the best pass rushing defensive line in the league, and where they hobbled Mahomes. I I, I definitely think you're going to see Philly. Um get him down several times and I'm curious to see what the over under is. And uh, I would be very tempted to take the over, not only for the 
uh, Eagles individually, but possibly for the game. So um, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see that. I also think that Devonta Smith has a big game. I just, I just have a feeling. I just, I think he's, I just think, you know, the chiefs are extremely young in the secondary. And uh, I think uh, between the two, who you're going to give more attention to AJ Brown or Devonta Smith, just for what AJ Brown can do. I think AJ Brown's going to get more of the defensive attention. And then you have basically another number one on the other side of the field, Devonta Smith. So I, ex- I expect him to have a really good game, and I think he's a dark horse MVP candidate as well if the, the Eagles do win. Yeah, I could definitely see that. What do you say here, man? You want to share this parlay and uh, call it a day? Yeah, let's rip this out real quick here. You can give me a – see if there's anything you like or don't like, and then um, try to wrap it up here. So we didn't include – I didn't include any – this is just players, just some stuff that I was liking trying to get down with here. We had Devonta Smith, 60-plus yards receiving. Devonta Smith, anytime touchdown score. Um, Devonta Smith, over five and a half receptions. So we like, I said, obviously like some Devonta Smith. Uh, we like uh, Patrick Mahomes, over one and a half passing touchdowns. Pacheco, 25 plus rushing. Hertz, 25 plus rushing. Mahomes, over 18 and a half rushing. I know we're taking a shot there, but with as good as he looked this past week and two more weeks for that ankle to rest. That's a very low number for him, and the Eagles will be playing man coverage and rushing four. So I think uh, I could see him on the moves. He might even get. He might even take care of that total in the first quarter or first half. So I like that. Sanders twenty-five plus rushing. AJ Brown forty-plus receiving. Goddard twenty-five-plus receiving. Um, most of these guys have covered those numbers pretty consistently. Jalen Hurts over one and a half touchdowns. That's one that. He's either hit or miss. He seems to either get multiple touchdown passes or none. So that's that's a hit or miss one there. Jalen Hurts anytime rushing touchdown. He's normally good for one of those. And then Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. As I said, normally if it's the playoffs, he's scoring. So that would be thirteen, uh, thirteen picks for plus twelve thousand one hundred eighty-seven. So a hundred dollar bet would win you twelve thousand one hundred eighty-seven dollars and twenty-five cents. All right, good stuff. You know, we'll be looking forward to Tony's National Anthem Breakdown next week. Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, everything else that uh, Nate and myself cook up. Best of luck to everybody, and let's get that money. Oh, yeah. Get that money. Fire Tom and the Dragon.